Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, Gator Nation, welcome back to Respect Our Decision, Pod of the People, the podcast that we do each and every week for you, our fans, as you send in your questions or comments, and we try to give them some answers or some perspective. As always, I'm your boy, Hirsch. With me is CJ, the man, McCann. What's up, guys? And the hype man, Wes. What's up, Gator Nation? Yes, sir, Gator Nation. As always, make sure you go out and download us wherever you get your podcast from. Now Pod of the People is available on all podcasting platforms. And as always, you can check us out on YouTube. If you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe to the channel. Drop a like on the video and leave us a question for next week's show or just a comment down below. Enter yourself into the giveaway for this hat that I'm showing off. The Swinging Gators golf hat from our good friends at Alma Mater. All you got to do is those three things, guys. Make sure you subscribe to the channel, drop a like on the video, leave us a question or a comment down below. You will automatically be entered into the giveaway for the month of August. And with no further ado, guys, we're going to get right into us. Wes, what is our first question of the week? All right, this is from our boy Ryan Gurren. I uh, appreciate you, Ryan, for always asking good questions. He has a two-parter. Uh, this is kind of probably going to be easy for you, CJ. I asked the second part of his question. Uh, he said, do you see Georgia from, from the top spot in the rankings this year? They have been taking some significant shots on the chin. No. I, I don't – I don't. there's nothing significant enough to, to drop them anywhere. I mean, they've still got – as far as recruiting goes, they've still got more kids committed than anybody else, and they're all highly rated kids. 
It's not like they've just got a bunch of three stars. They've got a bunch of high four star, five star kids loaded with that class. No matter what happens there, I don't think anybody knocks them off there. Then you go into the season, they're still loaded down with talent. The only question mark that Georgia has really is who's going to command the offense of the quarterback. You've heard maybe a little bit of some rumors or maybe some struggles in camp. I don't really buy it. I think that's all just bull crap they put out there to throw us off. I mean, we'll see when it gets to the season. So there's still a question mark there. Um, but everything else is still loaded with talent. I don't expect it. Their schedule is a cakewalk. They don't play anybody really, really tough. Um, it's just the nature of the beast. The SEC got rid of their game with the Oklahoma for whatever reason. I still haven't figured that one out. Um, so there's nothing really on their schedule that would scare you, especially their rivals. None of their, none of them are great. We're not great right now. Georgia Tech hasn't been great since the 90s. Uh, Auburn's not very good right now. They're just There's not a lot there. So I don't see any reason that they would fall because they're that good right now. Um, anything that anybody else tells you is just a load or they're trying to use it as bulletin board material for Kirby Smart to hype these guys up again. Yeah, I agree. Uh, usually we would, you would think that the team that would challenge them is Alabama, and Alabama hasn't had – and they, I think Alabama had probably like one of the best classes ever last year. So uh, a lot of kids are going to be kind of hesitant with the way Auburn is recruiting, the way we're recruiting, the way Florida State is recruiting. Uh, you see a lot of guys kind of getting spaced out everywhere. So uh, it's going to be hard for even somebody like Alabama to even come and emerge and try to defeat them. Uh, and that kind of goes to Ryan's second part uh, to you, Hirsch. He says, uh, or do you see Florida State hopping over us at number three? I mean, they could. I mean, I'm not sure that they finished higher than us, but yeah, I mean, they're on a pretty good dang run right now. You can't, I'm not going to take away from that. They they have absolutely impressed here in the last few weeks recruiting-wise. You take Lester, you take Bolden. Um, but my thing is, is like, I'll tell you right now, I don't believe Bolden signs there. I just don't. Um, I'm, I don't all the way believe Charles Lester will sign there until he does. Not with that man lingering out there in Boulder, Colorado, who <laughs> likes to sneak in and take guys at the last minute. But no, I mean, yeah, they could jump us for now, but I'm not, I don't believe that they'll finish higher than us. That's, that's what I'll say. Yeah, I agree. I think they may lose a good kid or two. I think they still get Howard, which is a highly recruited type of kid. And it's, they, 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 they kind of have some other kids on their board as well. Uh, this is from Justin Wood, uh, CJ. He says, what team do you guys see us beating if they end up hitting the injury above? And I and and to go in depth to what he's saying, these these are my coin flip games this year. Um, I don't want to say coin flip because we beat South Carolina last year. Let's go Tennessee, Kentucky teams we lost last year. Tennessee, Kentucky, Georgia. Do you see us favored in any of those games? I kind of retort Justin's questions. Um, I mean, depending on which site you look at, we're favored in two of those. Um, some of us have favored in one of those. Um, it just depends. I mean, again, I don't, I, I'm taking Georgia out of the conversation. I don't expect to beat Georgia this year. It's just, I don't think it's going to happen. And that's not me trying to poo poo on anybody and trying to be really sad sack over here. Um, but it's just, we're not there yet. You know, it's, it's just, it is what it is. Now, if we do, 
stranger things have happened. You pull up, you know, they have a bad day. We have a great day. We win the game. That's, you know, that could happen. But like right now, it doesn't look like that on paper. You've got a, a collection of games that could go either way. You've got, like Wes said, you've got Tennessee, you've got Kentucky, you've got South Carolina, and you've got Arkansas. So those are, you got those four games right okay, there. FSU. Well, FSU. I mean, FSU again, if, if, I don't know. I'm not really going to put like a stock in the rivalry games. I'm talking these four games. You've got these four games in your season that you could either, you know, you've got people that have predicted us to lose all four of those, to split them. I mean, I think reasonably, if you look at the coin flip games, we could, those four that I just mentioned, I could see us going three and one. I, I think, you know, you know, I don't think we're going to win out. I don't think we're going to go four and oh against all of them. I know we might go two and two, but I don't think we go one and three. Uh, if, if that's the way it's going to go. I think we get at least two of those four coin flip kind of games. You know, you beat Vandy, you beat Missouri. You've got your cupcakes, and then you're then you're talking Utah the first week, and we'll we'll discuss that later. But then you've got Utah, Georgia, Florida State. Those are and LSU is is are like four different animals to me than than the four coin flip games that we have on the schedule. So you know we'll get there, but I think that that we stand a better chance of of winning all the games instead of losing all the games, like a lot of people have projected to do. All right, Hirsch. Next question from Justin. He says, how many touchdowns do you think Merckx would throw this year? How many touchdowns? That's a good question. I'm going to say 26. That's a nice rounded number. I'm going to go with 26 touchdown passes this season. For That's how many you think throws. For us to have – I'm going to add a little bit on. This is just me being uh, the questionnaire of this uh, part. How many do you hope he throws? Which How many do I hope he throws? <laughs> I mean, you I take hope he throws fifty. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he comes out throws fifty to touchdowns win. and five thousand yards. Have, Ooh, looking good. For us to have a, be, a good season, you're thinking at twenty five. If he throws twenty five, does that line you up where you think we will be at as far as win loss ratio? I think if he throws 25 to 26, 27 touchdowns, his touchdowns to me is just a fragment of it. Tell me how many interceptions he has. That's the key. If he limits himself to six to eight interceptions against 26, 27 touchdowns, I think we'll have a pretty solid year on the field. Absolutely. Because that's been the knock on Graham Mertz is that he throws bad interceptions. And, you know, so if he can limit those and throw 26 touchdowns, because I think we're going to rush for a good many touchdowns. But I also think we're not going to we're not going to have some high powered 30 point a game offense either. So. That's just that's just where I think we'll be at. Right. Uh Oh, my bad. We may there he's back. back. Wes is back. back. I, I saw. I was spinning. Okay, uh, let me get through these then. Uh, okay, CJ, Justin, uh, third question, and I kind of kind of tiptoed into it uh, in his first question, but he says, what is our record against our rivals? But he added some guys, some teams that I didn't mention the last time. So uh, he said FSU, Tennessee, Georgia, and LSU. What would you say our record is against those four teams? 
I've kind of kind of talked a little bit about that, and I'm going to tell you what, Justin, I'm not going to answer your question because we're going to talk about that in a couple of weeks. Uh, so tune in to the show when we start to give season predictions because I don't want to say something now and pigeonhole myself in a couple of weeks and say something different, and then y'all going to clip me and make fun of me on the Bird app, <laughs> and I, I don't want that. So we, There is we, no we'll, such thing as a Bird app. So you're oh, I'm safe. sorry, the, the X app, I'm sorry. Um, but no, uh, the Tic-Tac-Toe app or whatever they're calling it now. Um, Don't worry, Justin. I have them at four and zero by the time we get there. <laughs> uh, Hirsch, uh, the last question from Justin, and this is our last question. Period from Facebook. He says, "What's your favorite place to watch the Gators besides the house which you live at or the swamp? Like, what bar, etc., would you go to, or what place would you go to to watch the game at?" Justin, I live in Georgia. There is no good place to go watch the game out where I live. I'm just going to keep it buck with you, brother. If I lived in Atlanta, there's some places up there you could go to like I used to. Um, There were some good places up in Atlanta. You used to be able to hang out and find Gator fans. I live in South Georgia. Hey, there ain't many good bars. Um, There's a few places. Yeah, no doubt. Um, There's a good Locos over in Statesboro you can go watch the game at. I mean, Loco, you know – that's Statesboro. So the majority of everybody there are Georgia Southern fans, which kind of is, ironically enough, kind of tough too. But uh, thanks much, champ. Um, but, you know, it's it's a good little place to go watch a game, but I'd rather be sitting at home. I'm going to be very honest with you. In the state of Georgia, I'd rather sit at home and, and be able to cheer my Gators as loud as I want and not have to worry about gang violence. And by gang violence, I mean a bunch of damn barking people getting in my face about it. Yeah, I, I about to say that I don't want to go out in public when I watch the Florida game. You don't want to see me. I got I got to be at my house where I can throw stuff at the wall and nobody judge me. For it. <laughs> yeah, I like I like to be able to hear the commentators and not be. I like to be. I don't like a lot of people around either. Like Luckily, I've I've got a couple of friends that we watch the game. They're just as into it as I am, as far as Gator fans, and they throw crap and cuss and yell so nobody's getting offended. If I like go to somebody else's house to watch the game. I'm I'm trying to. It's like it's like a quiet scream, like internally, that you can't like let out because everybody's going to think you're a maniac. So <laughs> definitely not going to a public place <laughs> to watch the Gators. Yeah, I, I I'll watch a big game somewhere else when when it's my team playing. I like to be where where I can focus and I can hear everything and I can see everything, so I know what's going on. I don't like to be with my team's playing at a, a different spot. I like to be mostly at home. Yeah, all when right. you start to get into the bowl season or whatever, then, yeah, Buffalo Wild Wings is fun just to go watch all the bowl games at one yeah. time as long as Florida's not playing. But it just I'm too emotionally invested. <laughs> That's it for me, Hirsch. That's all I have. All right, guys. Well, we got some questions on the old uh, YouTube comments this week. Guys, thanks so much for actually uh, asking questions in the comments of the video. Make sure you do it again this week. We talked about that. Let me read some of y'all's questions off here. Um, I'll, I'll start this one with CJ because I know Wes is not going to give me the answer. That's He's going <laughs> to give me the more biased answer. What year do you see us making the college playoffs? Um, <laughs> year four. So Again, I, I think 25 is the year. I think if, if we don't do it by then, then I'm really getting worried. Next year, you're looking at changing possibly, you know, your DJ playing. If DJ comes in and he plays next year, then 
you know, it, it, we could do it. And technically, we could do it next year, but you've got a lot of influx of talent. This is our class. And a hard ass schedule. Hard ass schedule. That schedule sucks next year, <laughs> thanks to our wonderful AD. Um, but it, it, you know, you've got a really tough schedule. Just wait till twenty five before I start making those kind of expectations. We've got to get the talent in here. They're all we're gonna have some talented kids, but they're all gonna be young. They're all gonna be freshmen and sophomores. So you need to start getting them aged up. And as bad as people don't want to hear that, well, other teams competed. Well, not we're not other teams. But 2025, 2025 is the year that I see us really putting it together. And and hopefully the the vision is for 2025 to be the fast track. So now it's going to set the standard. We're going to do this. We're fixed all the way. This is the completed project. We're going to expect this every year. And that's the goal. So as bad as people don't want to hear that right now, 2025 is probably what I would expect. All right, guys, we got a question here from Lucas, the Gator man. Lucas, thank you for your questions as always. Wes, I'm going to start with you. I'm going to get an answer from each one of y'all. His question is, which freshman are you looking forward to the most? Wes, which one is yours? Just one. Eugene Wilson. Bastard took my answer. (laughs) (laughs) I'm 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 just going to go with my boy, Jaden Robinson. I'm excited to watch him play. I love Jaden Robinson. I'm a a fan of Jaden Robinson. I think I'm like, you know, if he has, if he has a million fans, I'm one. If he has one fan, I'm the one. If he has no fans, I have died and passed away. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go with Kelby Collins just because we've heard so much hype about Kelby Collins. And so far through the first week or week and a half of practice, He's actually been a guy you haven't heard a lot about, which I don't, you know, might be a good thing, might be a bad thing, but hopefully it's more to the fact that the other defensive linemen are just showing out and, not, you know, he's not needed yet. But I think Kelby's going to play some significant snaps this year. All right. Brandon Connell, after Ricky, which wide receiver do you think has the most yards? CJ. Um, Caleb Douglas. I would have said that a couple weeks ago, but I think now it's starting to get a little more clear that they really like Caleb Douglas, and he's got more experience than the other guys in the offense. I wouldn't be shocked if Andy Jean had the the second most. I wouldn't be shocked if if Trey Wilson had the second most. But right now, for my money, it's probably going to be Caleb Douglas. Steve Beckerman asks, Wes, this is for you. Do you think Max Brown or DJ Lagway will be our top quarterbacks no, do you think Max Brown and DJ Lagway will be our top quarterbacks in 2024? This, I, I was kind of hoping that I could have answered this question on the main podcast or talk about this and, or, or whatever. I'll keep it short, but to the point, I'm hoping that Mertz has a Joe Burrow-esque, and I'm not comparing the two, saying I hope, I hope he has a good season with a real good team and we show progress on the field as far as offense and defense, where – like, to Hersh's point, if he throws 25, 26 touchdowns, seven, eight interceptions, where he may be a fourth or fifth-round pick, but he comes back anyway. Because I don't want Lagway to go through that schedule next year. Uh, we just talked about that. That that I'm hoping that he can build himself up with, like, yo, I can play in the NFL. I may be a fourth or fifth-round pick, but you know what? I'm going to come back. And not to say if he comes back next year, he's going to do what Trask or Joe Burrow did in that second year running the team. 
But to me, I just don't want DJ to go through that gauntlet of a sketch we have to go next year. I will feel better with a fifth-year starter in Mertz coming back, playing that schedule himself, being a second-year in the offense, where we may be 10-2 and two next year, 9-3, and 8-4, but still studies showing progress. And for Mertz to be able to teach DJ – how to be a pro, even though we're talking about it's not NFL and it's college, but the how to be a professional, how to come in, be the first guy in, the last guy to leave. I would want that type of leader, a guy that's played five years, have all the abundance of experience that Merce will have and be able to teach DJ. So I will hope that Merce comes back next year. It's not DJ or Max Brown. Yeah, you know, a lot of people don't think about that. They, they think Mac, there's no way that Graham's going to be here next year. Either he's good enough he goes pro or he's bad enough that we we just move on from him or something like that. And, I mean, there's a, there's a great – Caleb Williams, Derek May, you know, you got May coming out. I mean, even if Mertz has some Burrow-esque here, he's not going to shoot past the top crop quarterbacks. Now, if he had – if he had a year like that, he's throwing 40-plus touchdowns, which yeah, he's, he's not going to have, guys. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, he'd go pro. Absolutely. But if he has an improving year where he's 26 and 8 and he's thrown for 2,800 to 3,000 yards and he looks very competent, that's a building block for him to come back for another year and really improve his stock to be a top-flight quarterback going into the following season. So I, I, I for one, agree with Wes completely. I hope I hope Mertz is back, then he's back for the right reasons, and that gives DJ someone to learn under. Exactly. All right, CJ, this is from Don Johnson, Big Daddy. The Don um, Johnson. Yeah. Love the content. Go Gators. Which side of the ball do you think will have the biggest improvement this year, and which unit out of that side will have the biggest impact? Uh, the defense is going to have the biggest improvement because they kind of at the bottom floor. They've got the most to grow. Uh, I mean, the, you know, the offense could, you know, the short of the offense being amazing, you know, they averaged 30 points last year. So the offense can only grow. I don't expect them to do that this year. The defense is is, is the point where it's like they ain't nowhere to go but up um, compared to what we've seen. And the defensive line is going to be the reason we have the most impact because secondary is pretty young. The linebackers are going to do their thing for sure. But the defensive line is where the heartbeat is. you got to win the games of the trenches. You can't just let people come out here and run all over you. You can't just let quarterbacks, like, you know, stand around in the pocket. We got beat a lot of times. We made quarterbacks that were average at best look like Heisman Trophy winners. We made a guy from Texas A&M that I don't think he could – you know, bend over and lace his shoes properly. We made him look like he was going to be the first pick in the draft. You, you know, you gotta you gotta stop that. So with the defensive line being able to get pressure on guys, they're much improved this year. Being able to fill gaps, make the back end guys' job easier because they're not just giving the quarterback all day. That's going to be the main reason the impact. We'll see what the defense grows because of the defensive line being able to to wreak havoc. All right, boys. Thank you as always for the questions. We appreciate it, guys. That we love the interactions. Thank you for valuing our opinion and what we have to say in these matters. Keep them coming. Like I said, drop your comments below, guys. Keep it, keep it going. Time for the community question of the week, guys. This week's community question. Uh, we didn't ask about any highlight films or anything like that. You know, some some people were tired of hearing about the highlight films. 
this week's community question is, what was the funniest quote from a coach? And boy, I know Coach Spurrier got a lot of love this week, man. Lots of lots of answers about Coach Spurrier. Uh, but we're going to start with uh, Johnny Rockets and, and Jed Keel both had the same one, and that was about from uh, Coach Muschamp after the Tennessee game, saying all these people out here are upset. I love it. Um, a lot of people said when Coach Spurrier called FSU free shoes you. Um, <laughs> where was some of the other ones here? Gator Jen wrote us in a few of them, a few of Coach Spurrier's great. Jen, of course, was Florida Victorious, formerly um, Gator Collective, some of, his, some of Steve's best. When quoting about 20 books burned in a fire at the Auburn Library, Steve Spurs said the real tragedy was that 15 hadn't been colored in yet. <laughs> obviously, the you can't spell citrus without UT. A lot of you guys sent that one in. That one obviously is an all-time favorite. And, of course, the other one was, F, you know what FSU stands for, Free Shoes University. Um. Richard Denise sent in, I'm a man, I'm 40, by Mr. Gundy. That's mine, Richard. That's always mine. I think that was hilarious, especially after I turned 40. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Um, Let's see. Some of y'all didn't put names of some of these that I can't remember who they're from because I'm old. Where's our man Chris Zinn? I know Christopher Zinn sent one in. From John yeah. McKay, what do you think about our offense's execution? And he and John McKay said, I'm all for it. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> Who was that from Ryan? No, that was from Chris Zinn. Okay, I got that from Ryan Gurn as well. He, he said the same thing. What are some of the ones you got from Facebook, Wes? Uh, Dustin Davidson said, on a fire at the Auburn Library that destroyed 20 yeah. Brooks. Uh, the real tragedy was that 15 hadn't been colored yet. Uh, Devin Harris said Jim Morris thing. Playoffs. Playoffs. We all know that one. <laughs> Jonathan Williams did the I'm a man, I'm 40. Charles Taylor did the, of course, uh, Free Shoes University. Charlie Sepp said Vince Dooley was asked how good was Vanderbilt. He said, I have no idea where they get all that talent. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Domer said, can't spell citrus without UT. Nicholas Diaz said, Chris Dorn said, Steve Spurrier would get, wouldn't get mad when someone missed Messed up, he'd tell him, it's not your fault. It's my fault for putting you in there. <laughs> uh, Jay Stubbins said, Dennis Green, I like that one. The, they are who we thought they were, and we let them off the hook. Ran well, let them off the hook. <laughs> After the you want to crown them? Crown them. And he did, <laughs> did the Hermit was one as well. You play yeah. to win the game. Uh, Tom Noble said, 95 at Auburn. Danny said, you're trying to lose the game all by yourself. <laughs> uh, Ray said Free Shoes University uh, Joshua Humphrey said his new commercial ad that runs on the pod with Shane Matthews said where he says making a reservation at a restaurant is easier than beating Bandy <laughs> uh, Jerry White said when uh, asked about Peyton Manning returning his senior year uh, Spurrier said I guess he likes the Citrus Bowl he said a close second was uh Harbaugh and Ryan Day, some people wake up on third and they think that they hit a triple. Uh, Tony Dormer said when the families of Steve Spur and Bob Stoops had a bye before they played ten Tennessee, Stoops says you think Tennessee is an ocean. Uh, 
John Frederick said, Bum Phillips on Don Shula. He can take his his and beat your and take your and beat his. Something like that. I don't, uh, Justin Woods said, gotta be a lot of Spurs, so I'm gonna add to it. Hopefully I can say this, but it was hilarious when Spurs said Bobby Bottom was playing the piano in the whorehouse. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Billy Andrews said, uh, Spurs said, what do you think your chances are beat against Georgia this year? Uh, and head ball coach said, is Ray Golf still coaching up there? <laughs> oh my goodness, oh CJ, my what's your favorite? My favorite is a there's a bevy of them from Mr. Bob Bob Green from Montana Tech. If you never never see Bob Green and his quotes about the different things, he's like we got after it. He said we were we were like a hobo on a ham sandwich, <laughs> or or he said we were like a woodpecker in a petrified forest. You know, just keep hitting your head against something and look busy. Uh, my favorite one though was the one where he says. He says, "Yeah, well, our team looked like the uh, the second second chair kid that played French horn in the high school band. We got to play better." <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but there was like yeah. a bevy of them from from Bob Green. He's he's hilarious if you've ever seen him. Uh, and I'll tell you one, and this this is going to be this might be getting a little little dirty, but this was funny to me. Uh, we had a coach who was a that was a, um, a a color commentator for the high school team here, and he was on the radio. This is his first season doing the radio. And um, and and, then, and uh, there was a there was a play there where the guy uh, where they had like a big big run. The other team had a big run against us uh, for a touchdown, right up the middle. And then uh, the guy that was doing play by play asked him. He said, "Well, what did you think about the uh, the penetration they're getting there?" And the man says on the radio live, the coach who remained nameless says, "Penetration, my ass." And, yeah. And, and the last thing you want to say on the radio is something about your ass and penetration. So, <laughs> but that that's probably the funniest one. <laughs> Good God, <laughs> Wes, what's yours? Uh, a lot of people hit the ones I like, especially from uh, the I'm Forty, Dennis Green one, uh, all that stuff. Just press conference in general. I like what uh, Will Muschamp said. Uh, when he came down here to South Carolina, not at Florida, when he was telling the South Carolina fans trying to get them to buy in, he said, uh, do you see my wife? I can recruit. <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty good one. He said, do you see my wife? If I can't do nothing else, I can recruit. And I like that one from uh, from Will Muschamp. That was a good one. My favorite um... – Outside of obviously the Spurrier quotes is is an Irk Russell quote. My my granddaddy and Irk Russell were really good friends. Uh, and late in his life, he was a head coach at Georgia Southern. My granddaddy ran boosters the last two years. Irk was at um, Southern. I got a national championship ring that was my grandfather's from Irk's last Eagles there that I that I've got it as a keepsake and um. Irk was a funny man. I got to get to know Irk while he would come over to my granddaddy's house and and eat dinner, and they would tell jokes all night. That man was as funny as they come. He had a quote while he was at Georgia Southern. You know, they had won four national championships under Irk, and they asked him about cheating, and he said, we don't cheat at Georgia Southern. That costs money, and we don't have any. And and if you know anything about Georgia Southern and Statesboro, Georgia, it's not the most wealthy of areas and probably a lesser wealthy uh, booster core. So 
Um, funny man, a lot of good quotes out there. Coaches, coaches can be funny guys. Not so many of those nowadays, unfortunately. Um, no. It's kind of lost its luster. Now it's just all coaches accusing the other of cheating and, you know. Coach B. We are, are dressing up like Darth Vader. Yeah, I think Lane, Lane, Lane gets to say some funny Lane stuff. Is, Lane is funny. And, of course, yeah. we lost the, the pirate, the greatest that we had going right. now. God bless his soul. Yeah. Oh, man. Mike Leach had a few. I'm surprised we didn't actually have more of those. Yeah, the, the Mike Leach one, the best one was his uh, players. He says, you know, they were more worried about their what their fat little girlfriends thought of them. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> that man had no filters. I loved him. He was great. He, it, it, college football took an absolute hit when they lost Mike Leach. Um, no doubt about it. He would probably have some really colorful things to say about all this expansion and stuff going on now in NIL. It would, it would be very interesting to hear his thoughts. All right, guys. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Pod of the People. We appreciate you, as always, for all your interactions and your answers and the questions you send in. Make sure you get on it again next week. Be on the lookout on our social media channels for those questionnaires. They come. We put them on our Facebook group. We have a very large Facebook group. Make sure if you haven't already and you do the Facebook thing, you search us there, respect our decision, you join our group and get into our our chat that we have, or just check us out on the uh, the X app or whatever it is this week um, at Respect Our DCN. We post stuff there as well each and every week. We appreciate each and every one of you. Make sure you subscribe to the channel, drop a like, and leave a comment down below to be entered into the giveaway for the month. And until then, guys, we'll see you next week. Go Gators. Go Gators. Go Gators. Go Gators.